Welcome to the Music Video Night Podcast, where we watch music videos and deconstruct them into meanings that couldn't possibly be there. I'm Travis. I'm Jared, and we're not experts in music or videos. And you'll find out today, interviews. Travis, what do we have on the docket? Well, um, our listeners will recall that we did an episode, and we covered uh, a certain music video by Tones and I called Dance Monkey. Today, we are fortunate enough to be interviewing one of the directors, Mr. Nick Kazakis. Thank you very much for having me. Hit it, Nick. <laughs> How are we? Yes, thank you for joining us. Good, man, good. Very exciting to have you uh, from the other side of the world. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, thank you for reaching out to have this chat. It was, uh, it was a really good podcast to listen to. I, um, I, like, the, uh, I like the positivity. I like the criticism. So, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was a pretty funny one to get, uh, get into. And I've actually listened to some of your other ones as well. So, like, I started off with um, the Evanescence one and then um, uh, the uh, oh, Jimmy okay. Eat World one. So, I'm, I'm well-versed now. So, I know who you two are. Pretty pretty well. <laughs> good. You picked a couple good ones actually to listen to. Yeah. Um, where where are you calling us from tonight? Where where are you? So at? I'm in Melbourne, Victoria, actually from home because uh, I just have like a newborn baby. So like that's kind of like a thing. It's like 11 days old. She's 11 days old. I'm speaking about it like she's property it, but like um yeah, she's 11 days old and um. Yeah, she's been awesome, actually. Like, I haven't had that, like, those horror stories of, like, you're never going to sleep again and say goodbye to your life. She's actually been pretty chill, so it's been good. Well, congratulations, and yeah, my girl was way easier. Just wait to have a boy, <laughs> and then the nightmare starts. No, I think I'm done. I think I'm one and out. Like, that's it. I, I, like, I, I'm not even <laughs> going to try and call. go and have a second one. I don't need a backup. She's just going to be perfect as is. It's no wonder too you were you were so willing and thankfully uh, you know ready to do this podcast. You're just like I need a break. For just a <laughs> yeah, I'm just like you know what I'm gonna be awake anyway, so we may as well do it. <laughs> Might as well. Well, we appreciate it, and um, our listeners are gonna be thrilled to have you on this episode. Um, why don't you start us out with some questions, Jared? Yeah, so um, we're not going to get to the meat yet. We want to know what got you to this video. All right, so this one was like a freaky one. I've been doing music videos for a little while, and um, I actually directed a feature film, and then I took a bit of a break and got back into like the commercial and corporate world. And then I, one of my um, exes, she's a uh, prosthetics and special effects makeup artist. So she gives me a call, and she's like, hey, so I'm working on this music video, and it's a really fun concept, but... Um, the production team have just completely quit out on this artist and um, I really still want to do it and I put your name forward. Um, so uh, the artist manager is going to call you. So I'm like, cool, cool. So whilst directing this uh, commercial for trams that we have here, I just um, I got a call from a manager, Jackson, and um, he's just like, hey, I've got this artist. Her name's Tones and I. Um, she's really new. She's just had one song that's been picked up by like a supermarket radio and it's doing kind of well. And um, that was like her first single, which was called Johnny Runaway. And um, it started kind of rising the ranks on our independent chart. Like it's, it's an independent radio station called Triple J. Um, and so... From there, it was like, he's like, we need a music video and we need it yesterday. It's for this new song called Dance Monkey. And I'm like, all right, cool. Send it through and let's see what we can, uh, you know, get off the ground. And they send it through and, you know, it's a catchy track. Everyone seems to like it. At least, you know, video-wise, two billion people like it. So, you know, let alone how many other people have, like, sure, yeah. tuned into it. 
And um, we, from there, just, um, we quoted it up and we're like, here, here's how much it's going to cost. And they're like, look, she can't afford it. She's an independent artist. She hasn't um, been signed yet. Um, she was just busking on the side of a road like a week ago. Can you do anything better? And we're like, you know what? She's playing in a grocery store. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, you know, she's out, out on the streets <laughs> playing. And I'm like, look, let's just do it and see what happens. So we... Um, we did it for the very, very... I, I like how you guys kind of budget things out and figure out how much a video clip costs. So we, we you know, we quoted it for like $5,000 AUD, which for USD, that's probably about like 3.5K, something there. And then um, and then we went a little over budget and we just sort of covered the expenses because we were like, you know, this was like a fun little clip. And then we're like, you know what, if it gets like a few hundred thousand views, that'd be cool. 10,000 views will be cool. Um <laughs> And then it just like ticks over and it's like 100,000, 200,000, 1 million. And I'm like, that's it. I've, I've hit the jackpot. This is like the biggest clip we're going to do. And then so quickly it rises to like 100 million. And I'm like, surely it's not going to keep going. And then like we hit 1B, you know, on YouTube. <laughs> and then it's like, no way. And now it's like past 2 billion. And that's just that video clip, let alone all the other countries that are releasing their own kind of so it's just been this crazy whirlwind for that yeah that's i I think we said it's one of our if not our top viewed yeah between that and we did a katy perry video that may have just had barely over yeah i mean that's that's katy perry (laughs) it's katy perry yeah yeah (laughs) she's got that standing she doesn't need extra support whereas uh tones was like you know just the person from the side of the road playing the people and then that popularity just um kind of blew up overnight which is awesome so awesome for her you know like she's been slogging it out for a long time trying to get uh you know her career off the ground and all that but like that song just like popped yeah and travis has played on the side of the road and just gotten arrested like it doesn't ever leave <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. funny. <laughs> um, so obviously, y'all did not expect it to get that big that quick. Um, but what? Where did the concept for the video come from? Where Where did you get the idea to do this crazy golf? Scene? Yeah, yeah. So that was uh, that was her. Uh, so Tones had come up with the idea that she really wanted to dress up as like an older man. So I know that there was a point in contention on your podcast about is she an old man? Is she not? <laughs> we didn't want to like, uh, you know, age discriminate, but she wanted to be an old man. And she wanted to be on a golf course. And that was the extent of the concept, essentially. So um, that's where my uh, ex, Danny Ruth, uh, she did the um, prosthetics and had designed that up already. So that was all ready to go. Um, wasn't based on that golfer, I forgot his name, but he's pretty close, especially his pants and all that. That might have just been Tones just finding whatever she could, really. So I'd have to ask her if, if she was based on that guy. Who was it again? John Daly. Yeah, yeah that's right. Because I looked him up as like I was live kind of researching whilst you were talking about him and i'm like wow that's very it's close crazy crazy how much they look alike. yeah we may as well just cast him in it right so um <laughs> and then um and so probably would have been more than uh three thousand dollars to get john daly yeah yeah that's true and so then yeah like i was um 
I was kind of like, uh, you know, all it was was that, just golf course, and she just wanted to do some, like, crazy things on it. So um, I sat down and conceptualized it out and wrote it out um, and kind of came up with, like, different gimmicks that we could use. So we were pretty much using nothing. Like, we, you know, we knew that we had – we were doing the Robert Rodriguez thing, right, which was just like, well, we've got a leaf blower. You know, we've got some basic golf clubs. (laughs) Um, We'll do – you know, we'll get some crazy wardrobe from, like, thrift shops over here. And then, um, and then we just kind of got what we could get. And then, um, it, it just so happened that I was like kind of busy and under the pump with like a few projects. So I brought Liam on board to co-direct with me. So he, um, you know, he had some kind of cool, cool ideas as well. And then we just, he, and he also had access to a golf course that he had shot at before. And that was so awesome. That's like at the golf course is called Ainsbury golf course and it's like a new estate. And they were just like, yeah, take our golf carts, take this, take that shoot wherever you want. So like, we just kind of went on the main roads and did whatever we want over there. It was actually awesome. So it was kind of like this, uh, serendipitous thing. Yeah, 2 billion views out of Two it. Bill- yeah, yeah, exactly. So their estate's thriving now. So, well, and it's, <laughs> it's unheard of for a golf club to just kind of let people run, ramp it on their uh, property and yeah i mean y'all are very fortunate to have someone that was willing to let you do yeah, that. yeah that was just um that was super helpful so i was like i you know they'd done the one video clip before i don't know how helpful they are now it only takes one person to go in and tear up their turf and then it's like all right everyone's out you know um but for us we right. hit that like entry level where it's like it was brand new they were like super they were super chill about it um, how, how long did it take to shoot this? We always ask. It was, and it's always way shorter than we think it is. Yeah. So it was a day. So it was just the one day that we shot on and, um, <laughs> yeah. And it was like just the amount of time that we needed. So it was all daytime. Uh, we actually had, we live in Melbourne. So Melbourne's kind of like this weird place that has like four seasons in a day and we're generally quite overcast and every, se- like we had to drive that convertible. So that convertible doesn't have a top on it. So we got a super discount on that, like just because there was no top and it was the middle of winter. <laughs> so we um we had to drive that for like a, like a couple of hours to get it there. And so that was Tim, our producer, oh, no. who uh, did that with like three jackets on driving in the middle of the morning to get it there. <laughs> and we were just hoping that it wouldn't rain and it was projected, the forecast was rain. So it's like once once that rain hits, like he's just exposed and everything's gone. Um, so he drove it all the way out there. We got there. We shot the entire day. And as soon as we all cut, then it started to kind of like trickle down a little bit, which was just, uh, it was so fortunate. But the the whole sky is like sky replacement. There's not a single bit of that clip that has real sky in it. So yeah, wow. we had to do that all in post and just like get it out. So we used DaVinci Resolve and that was just like the newest point of it. Like we were figuring it out and it was just like, it was all trial by fire. We were just like, let's just go. I never would have guessed. Yeah, so you can't tell. Yeah, well, that's a testament to Tim. So I'll, I won't take credit for that. He uh, he did all the posts <laughs> on that. Him and Liam actually, they just stayed up all night, like sleeping under the desk and all that, to try and pretty much uh, you know get get the export out because we had a short turnaround time as well. I think it was like a week that we needed to like get it out because the single was already kind of released and they were just like hey you know we really need something we need to get it going so we're just like i think it's like three to four days that our, our post turnaround on that wow very nice dude that's really awesome um okay so now for the video on the day that you're shooting did you because a lot of people do 
and you've already mentioned Robert Rodriguez as far as like shooting style, but did you um, have anything, are there hidden meanings? Like not that we came up with, but like even behind the scenes stuff, like one thing that the camera focused on was that the par it's at the beginning where it shows the title. Does that mean anything? No. <laughs> so like the best thing about it is, is that I loved your, so, you know, Pulp Fiction, right? How like there's the briefcase and it's yeah. like the glowing gold and there was no meaning behind it, but people started saying that it was, you know, um, Ving Rhames' soul and all that kind of stuff. And Tarantino was like, yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that your idea was that she had passed and she met her friends in heaven and um you know she was just doing like her heavenly things just to like goof around and troll people on the golf course and all that so that's what we're going to go with now and i'll take full credit for it so <laughs> <laughs> yeah by all means dude. no it was awesome there was it, it was honestly let's just have as much fun as we can so it was just about shooting whatever we could like we we got to the golf course that day we didn't have idea any idea of what we had access to so then it's like hey you can have this like pool lounge so then it's like all right cool we're going to use that and then we saw that there was like an old person area well there was like an area that we set dressed as like you know tones's room mr tones's room so then we just kind of put like a chair there and put the um you know the mask on which if you look carefully we've actually put it upside down so it's wrong like clearly we've <laughs> never been put on like a ventilator before but yeah it's like the uh, we missed a mistake. I think the, we did uh, we missed one. the hose is like hanging upside down and kind of so i don't know someone would be dead so maybe it was <laughs> planned maybe we did take him out in that clip but um yeah I, the the best little um thing that happened well it's actually not the best thing it's actually quite tragic but it's, it's something it's a, it's a good story to tell but it's a terrible story so um we had we had contacted a uh, elderly home and they were like ready to bring like a whole busload of their um elderly people to the set and they were just like hey you know that's fine we're going to be ready and willing and we're so excited about this and then the morning of someone passed away at that elderly home. So like everyone had to bail last minute. So then suddenly it's just like, all right, we only have like Tones as auntie and like a few elderly people that we cast, the two hero gentlemen. Um, And then uh, we all just filled the slots in. So like I make a cameo in that. So like I'm rolling my eyes in it because we just needed bodies. And then like crew members are just stepping in. So it's like, (laughs) you see young guys there. That's like our runners, production runners. And then like, Tim, the producer, had to step in and he's grinding up against an elderly woman that we cast as well. So it's like, it was just like, (laughs) it was so, we just kept rolling with the punches to get it over the line. Yeah, I, I know that when the when you have those micro budget thing, you're like somebody's aunt is in yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, there was like literally two aunties and an uncle of mine, and yeah, it was just uh, yeah, it, it worked out in the end. Um, you know, it, it seemed to like we seem to have gotten scot free with that. Yeah, Tones really owns it as Mister Tones. Yeah, yeah. That, oh yes, yeah. So that was um that was interesting as well because she hadn't really done a proper video clip. Her first clip before that was just a compilation of like tour diary shots you know so it was like she'd never really done a performance piece and she was kind of a little bit self-conscious about it so that's partly the reason why she wanted to be mr tones it's like another layer a mask if you will on top of that so um 
And then we were just like, oh, well, she hasn't done a clip before. So I guess, you know, we'll need to warm her up and make sure she's comfortable. And not straight out the gates, she just like smashed it to the point where the first... Got her character shoes on and went She hard. just went so hard to the point where it's like the first thing we shot was her <laughs> in the seat. So, you know, she's doing all the what you call the gyrating, you know, <laughs> you know things. And um, she threw her neck out. So we had to ice her up for like the exteriors. <laughs> no. So it's like she's literally got whiplash doing her own performance. But you know, it was it was great. It was great to see her just go hard at it. That's hilarious. Um, You're right. gonna come up with another question <laughs> over there. All right. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like y'all made it up. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut out um what were video inspirations because it sounded like y'all just made. Yeah, it up. we just flew. I mean, we did like get inspired by things like Happy Gilmore and you know like that, that was like a pretty big. Uh, point of inspiration of just doing things unconventionally you know so um that was probably our our, our video reference like and we came before the justin bieber one that was Sweet. on a golf course so we we're like proud of that so like we didn't have too much to kind of reference but there was that and um caddyshack is that is caddyshack yeah sure. yeah so like those yeah. are the two that we really oh, yeah. kind of like ripped from so yeah okay, it, cool. it, it matches too so getting away from this video for a second because you've done several music videos, what generally inspires you as far when when you come up with a concept? I know this one was kind of given to you, um, but what what inspires you when you're having to come up with concepts? Yeah, it's like it's it's a bit of a mixed bag. Sometimes you'll get an artist that'll be just like, "Hey, come up with something and go with it." So then I'll just feel the vibe of the song, you know. And sometimes it's just like something that I want to play with. Being that I do like really want to cement myself in feature filmmaking and narrative worlds. I sometimes kind of cheat and I'm just like, Hey, I really want to do like a prison fight scene and I want to do fight scenes. So then I'll just kind of like tailor it to that. And it might not have anything to do with the song, but then I'll just be like, I'll be able to kind of use it as like a show real piece essentially. But, um, a lot of the time I get like artists and I do love it when artists collaborate with me. So I'll, I'll sit down and I'll just be like, Hey, what, what did you feel writing this song? What, what are you kind of like thinking of? And then we sort of work it out together and then I kind of help them flesh it out and develop it from there. So it's, um, it's, it's usually a collaborative process, but my visuals, uh, you know, Liam and I have very distinct styles. He's very much a current vibe kind of person, whereas I like referencing cinema and I like doing a lot more cinematic clips and, uh, you know, uh, even to the point where it's like some of my biggest, uh, you know, idols were like your Mark Webbs who, you know, to talk about one of your earlier podcasts, which was the Evanescence one, like he had a very cinematic style to it. But like even David, David Fincher, you know, with a lot of his clips, he used to shoot really beautiful stuff. And yeah, that's where I kind of draw a lot of my inspiration from kind of people that, you know, would get into a more narrative sense of filmmaking. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, when I when I was watching this video, I was like, "It's got some David Fincher." <laughs> yeah, yeah, like all of our slow motion stuff and our push ins and all that. Bit of Fincher and a bit of Zack Snyder. So, yeah. So I, then I have a big question because you said like I, I understand like when you have a really cool idea, sometimes you try to put it in whatever you can get it yeah. in, um, which we kind of cover a little bit. So that makes me uh, force you to answer. Do you think? that song and your video go together <laughs> no no not really um <laughs> but you know i there's also kind of like a playfulness to it obviously the song's quite dark and you both picked up on that as well which is like it comes from a place where um to give you the context full context of it, it comes from a place where she was um 
you know, performing for people. And it's just like, she was over being told what to do and what to perform being their dance monkey. So like, it really does have like a darker kind of connotation to it. But, um, yeah, she just wanted to have fun with this one. There are some songs where she's got like some deeper meanings and we've kind of like bad child, for example, that was something that Liam and I both concepted without, um, tones his input but other times she's pretty heavy with like her creative direction where she's just like this is what i want this is my feeling for it and um this like let's make it happen so then we just kind of draw it out but if we're saying you know shot to lyric no (laughs) like there's no comparison (laughs) hey i think we got there i think we got there pretty well so use whatever you want in the future i mean they're (laughs) dancing in it it's not particularly a choreographed dance but they're dancing in it it's called dance monkey so that's probably the only link we've got (laughs) we are kind of putting you on the spot with this one. Um, but as far as music video goes, I'm sure you've done your own, uh, and you've watched probably hundreds of them. What are some of your top music videos? What would you recommend our listeners or what we should cover? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. This is on the spot because there's so many that have like, that I've loved. Um, I, uh, I'm going to say some of the most beautiful visuals I ever saw in a music video was freedom. Michael Jackson's, uh, sorry. George Michael, not Michael Jackson, George Michael's Freedom, which was Fincher, which was like one of the most beautiful clips. As far as it goes, vibe wise, um, you know, like the current ones, I've been really into, um, hang on, I just sent it to a friend just before, Melanie Martinez. Like, if you've seen her clips, they're just, like, epic yes. and crazy. and Crybaby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the Void one was just out of control. Um, but video clips that inspire... I grew up with, like, hip-hop, post-hardcore, new metal kind of thing. So, like, that was, like, my jam growing up. So, it's, like, you know, anything from, like, Papa Roach and Limp Bizkit were, like, f- video clips that I really enjoyed. Like, anything that had, like, a party vibe and all that kind of stuff to it. But I do love a lot of performance-based clips where you get to see and connect with the artist. But then, yeah, I guess story-wise some of the best ones would have come from Fincher. Like, you know, even like, you know, what he did for Madonna, that was like kind of like where music videos really kind of changed into a more narrative-driven environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the one you referenced earlier too, the evidence this video is incredible. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, you know, um, that that was like a, a really cool one. I, I know that you guys were like 50-50 on it, I think. Um, but, you know, just, uh, yeah, there was just that... But yeah, I also noticed that too. Before I listened to your podcast, I wanted to rewatch it, and I saw the the high angle on her the entire time. So I was just like, "That was an interesting choice." I think it might have just been for aesthetics because she does look good in that high angle shot. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Only when we started this did you both of us just really start paying attention to music videos, and you know, sometimes it is as simple as like. Uh, for for desire, we covered Meg Mare's desire, and she was like, "I want a video where I have sex with a ghost." Yeah. And then you watch the video and it's like one of the best things you've ever seen. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, you know, it's just, there's, there's, there's no right way. And I think that, you know, through the collaborative process and the experimentation process, you'll find something that like, that'll be cool. Like even no matter what we would have had in our mind, um, and what we wanted to achieve, it wouldn't have mattered because like whatever ends up being broadcast at the end of the day is the final version of the clip. And everyone thinks that that's the intention for it. So, you know, it like, it always kind of ends up working out so one of the, another thing that we like to ask um, when we do an interview music videos are not quite as popular as they were when we were younger um, they were kind of like mainstream when it came to the music industry and nowadays it's that's not it's just not the case do, where do you see the future of music 
music videos going or you know what direction does it need to take yeah it's really weird because it seems like right now and this is just based on my opinion alone but it feels like the middle tier videos are sort of kind of disappearing it's like you'll get your low tier tiktok kind of things which is where a lot of things are being pushed now or you get like the mega massive ones right but like in the middle space they seem to be kind of dropping off but I feel like everything kind of comes in ebbs and flows. So it's like at the moment it might not be as big or as, um, you know, you know, focused on, but I feel like it'll come back. Like it, I, I think it, like we trend, you know, so it's like it'll, the trend is now not to really focus on that. And, you know, TikTok's like a massive push at the moment, but um, I think it'll just pick up. Like there's uh, I, I think it comes back, you know, I hope it comes back because I enjoy doing them as like a, a passion project as a hobby. Um, it's fun for me, but I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it'll like, like it'll still be there. Like the, the tent pole artists are still always going to do, you know, massive productions. It's like, you look at what Taylor Swift is doing and like even Katy Perry and all that kind of stuff. And like I said, Martin is as well. Um, they're still doing pretty, um, you know, big clips, but yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm hoping it just doesn't become like visualizers because that's where some of like the, the, the industry has sort of gone to at the moment. So, but I think it like, that'll kind of stay, then it'll go and something else will replace it. So it's, it's just constantly evolving, but like, you know, they said the same thing for theater, right? Like theater, when movie cinema came out, they thought theater was going to be dead and it died for a little bit, but then everyone went back to theater to watch musical theater. So like, I think you just kind of get like dips and then it'll always uh, sort of circle back around. That's fair. I, I think the social media platforms is kind of what have taken away from it, and eventually people will get bored with it. Yeah. Go back to watching TV like normal people. Yeah, yeah. Here you yeah. go. I like how we asked you, like, you know, the music video medium is dying, and you're like, yeah, mine got two billion. I don't know what you're <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, we've been fortunate. We've worked with some good artists that have also had songs that have blown up as well, and we've, our views have been pretty good, so we've been lucky. What about, okay, have you... Um... What would you cover? If you could pick a, a, a music video to delve into, what would you pick? If up? I was picking one for you, uh, for you both to um, do, why don't we go with a, um, a cheesy one, which is Limp Biscuits My Way? Because that is an interesting okay. one to dive into because it's, uh, it's another one of those clips for me personally that doesn't match the lyrics. And you know what? They're always just a fun band to kind of like – Look and uh, look at and and talk about. Fair enough. Yeah, fine with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we haven't done a Limp Biscuit, so we don't really we haven't done many like that. We did Jimmy Eat World, but that's not Limp Biscuit style. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. that was like sort of that emo uh, period, which I loved. I loved that uh, episode that you did. So that was a uh, that was really fun. We got an interview with him, the main guy from that. Video. Oh, really? The the one that's like partially undressing and then changes their mind. The actor or the yeah. yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The actor. Yeah. I want to know. Uh, like, I'll be listening out for that to hear what the uh, meaning behind the clip is too. So. <laughs> yeah. There's. <laughs> there's not much to be told there either. Um, his his point of view was interesting because he didn't have any insight on creating the video or anything like that. He literally just told us about filming day and the events that happened and stuff like that. So it was it was a little bit different, but it was an interesting perspective that we normally don't get. Because normally we are interviewing just the directors, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, um, yeah, you could 
probably uh, hit up our actors on Dance Monkey, but I don't know if they're still alive. No, that's that's too soon. That's too soon. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're fine. They're fine. One, one of them's a good friend of mine, Antonios, and uh, he's, he's a great spirit. So He's hanging on. He's hanging on, yeah. <laughs> that gave him an extra boost. As soon as he saw it get to $2 billion, he's like, I've got more to live um, for. So. Any major... I know you told us a couple things that happened on the day of filming. Any major disasters or um, anything that a listener might want to hear about um especially a fan yeah like so i mean obviously we had tones throw her neck out which was an ideal so we had to ice that up and wait till we could actually you know use her services so that she could dance crazily but you know what if not so much for fans but people that listen to music videos uh, like want to make music videos and listen to this podcast the biggest thing is just to keep shooting like it's it's very much a michael bay thing which is like get something in the can just keep shooting and get something so that you've got something to cut to so um you know don't be too too disheartened uh, this is becoming like a bit of a tony robbins thing but it's like don't be too disheartened if you're not getting it the way that you want to get it um like just keep shooting and you'll be able to find a way in the edit to like make it work so um that's like uh one of the things that happened there it's like we had overcast sky we recolored it you know that's the the beauty of like technology and being able to use like stuff that you can actually get for free as well davinci resolve is free um uh you know we you know what else happened on that day um we we shot some stuff and um you know, we, we had shot like a bunch of stuff that we didn't end up using, but that's okay. We weren't married to it. We kind of moved away from that. And then, um, you know, like, I'm just trying to think of anything else. Uh, we ran out of money. We flexed up for it. It was worthwhile. You know, one of our lights broke down that day as well. And suddenly we were just like, okay, cool. We've got nothing to light the space with. So we were just like, you know what? We're just going to shoot. We're just going to shoot through it and just hope for the best. And you know, again, it's just like, it's that persistence and perseverance. You just keep going. You don't, you don't let it just, uh, take you over. So we, we had a dedicated crew, dedicated like team, dedicated artists. So it's just like, we just kept, you know, like I said before, rolling with the punches. It's funny. So many things seemingly went wrong that day. You had so many issues and so many things that could have gone. It seems like you got lucky with a few different things. And then the video blows yeah. up. I mean, obviously you didn't expect No that. way, no way. I mean, we literally had death on our hands and like we still kind of, <laughs> we, we kind of pushed ahead with that. So, you know, we mourned afterwards, but like, you know, it was just like, okay, we don't have people to shoot anymore. So it's like everyone get in front of the camera and let's just do our best and just take the costume that we had um, sourced for like little to nothing and we just made it work. So yeah, just tried to fill up as much of the gaps as we could. Yeah. Well, I don't I don't have any other questions as far as the video is concerned, Jared, do you? No, um I do want to point out like cuz we didn't record this episode for ourselves like to post anywhere, but I will say uh, Nick, you're lit beautifully. You look amazing. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, you know, I'll do a bit of backlight, and I, I feel kind of average today, so I just wanted to zhuzh it up a bit. So, um, yeah, no, by far the best lit interview. Done, so that's yeah, to you. like set dressing's not that great. I just realized that there's like, yeah, I should have used more of the uh, audition wall there, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll take it. Um, all right, so now this is it's your turn. Um, we saw the preview for your movie and we saw it's on Tubi, so we're going to watch it, but we're going to let you plug it. Cause I know it's like 
new release, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that was like a passion project as well. We um, wanted to get it off the ground. We um, we were in COVID for a little while, and Melbourne was hit pretty hard with like uh, lockdowns. So uh, during that time, myself and the writer Alex and uh, Anglis Wilson, he um, he he just said, "I want to write something." I'm like, "Let's write something so that when we get out of lockdown, we shoot it. Whatever it is, we're just gonna do it." And um, this was Godless, the Eastfield Exorcism, and we did it with no support. We just kind of did it really low budget. So um, it's like our producer likes to say sub one million for you know Australian dollars, but it's even lower than that. But I won't get into that because I think it's still being sold right now. But um, <laughs> yeah, so we um, we kind of we just shot it and hoped for the best, and um, that's like the motto of this. <laughs> this podcast if anything else it's just like just just go for broke and um it ended up getting picked up by xyz which is a north american um you know distributor and sales agent and then uh from there the coven picked it up and sold it globally and Tubi um picked it up as a Tubi original which was like the first ever australian Tubi original and um yeah it's like gonna be there for a few years so that's the only place you can see it in the states like everywhere else you can pick up a blu-ray or get it on streaming um other streaming platforms like we're gonna have it like on netflix in some places and you know a place called binge here which is like kind of our hbo um but yeah we um yeah we were like incredibly lucky to do it again awesome cast crew and um, yeah, just sheer determination. And we've been nominated for three actor awards, which is our Oscars. So we've got that next uh, in the next couple of weeks. So we'll go there and talk to me. We'll bury us, but that's fine because that that's an awesome <laughs> film. So like, we're happy to lose to that. But um, no, it's been um, it's been a wild ride. Like I came over to the states and uh, we did our tour there. Premiered in um, New Orleans with Renfield. So it's like literally one of my favorite actors is Nick Cage and like he's right there premiering his $65 million film. And it's like, Hey, here's our one that we made for maybe one day of your catering budget. But, um, you know, um, it was wild. It's been wild and it's been so fun. Well, here's the 2 billion views. To yeah. That. And that's a different tone as well. Like, right. so you've got dance monkey, which is really uplifting and, uh, godless is a very depressing, miserable, film so if you want to like lose any sex drive or anything you want watch that film and um you could feel like uh absolute garbage afterwards yeah the trailer is intimidating and it, it's only what two minutes so, <laughs> yeah yeah so the whole movie yeah it's gonna be terrifying it's a look it's a it's a it's a very dramatic film inspired by true events it was really depressing um it's uh, you know it's a story that's uh literally it's a domestic abuse story wrapped in an exorcism film that's like all i'll do without giving too many spoilers away but um yeah i also love hearing feedback as well so i'm like constantly checking letterboxd and getting like all the you know the positives and the the disappointed people as well but like no i love hearing back so if anyone <laughs> wants to reach out and talk about it like happy to do so and that is called godless the Eastfield exorcism for our listeners so you can go support that film watch it on tubi right now it's free um, and yeah, I, I think we're going to watch it sometime this week. Um, anything else you want to plug Nick? 
I had one thing I gotta say. So oh, like, I'm we gotta so tie it all in. We gotta put a bow <laughs> on it here. Okay. Okay. So if you if you mute the trailer, does Dance Monkey work? Uh, it, yeah, absolutely. If you, if we got like an acoustic version, I reckon it'll be all right. Like, I mean, it's about a, controlling a woman, so like I guess it might kind of. I've never tried it, but I you know I teased early on. I teased. Doing, putting, you know, when you put titles on a trailer and it's like from the director of, you know, Gone Girl or something like that. I was literally <laughs> going to do from the director of Dance Monkey, you know, like just to like, <laughs> like mess with people. But um, that would have been fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I don't think anyone would have cared. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. If you could, if you could put a music video over it, what would it be? If you could put a song over your trailer? Uh, um, Mad World, That's maybe, maybe Mad World. Question. I'm gonna go with Mad World because it's like so depressing. This film, okay. so like I'm gonna go with that. Um, or, or maybe something from Little Nas X that's talking about the devil or something like that. <laughs> Just to, <laughs> that's a clip that we should dissect. You know what? Forget Limp Bizkit. Little Nas X's video clip where he's on the stripper pole going down to hell. He's coming soon. Yeah, coming surely soon. that's one yeah. that's like a, a worthwhile one to go with. Um, sure, if you think so. <laughs> <laughs> or his latest one. We'll definitely get new listeners yeah. for doing that one. <laughs> or Jay Christ sure. or J- uh, Jesus right. C, whichever one the latest one is. You've got you've got heaps of content to choose from from him. All right, anything else that you want to plug? Anything? What, do you, what else are you working on or, or do we need to keep an eye out for? So I am developing a few projects. Uh, they're sort of like in their infancy uh, side of things. So they're to come. So there isn't much. Like Tones is doing a bunch of new music videos and we've just got one coming out soon. So um, uh, like, so that's for a song called Dreaming. So we shot that really quickly and that was just like a fun, you know, performance-based clip. So that'll come out probably in the next week actually so um by the time this podcast launches i don't know when um i don't know how quick your turnaround is three days days. it'll probably be out (laughs) by then so um yeah that's worthwhile checking out otherwise um yeah watch this space because i got like another movie in the works that i'll probably be coming up to your um end to be shooting so it's like it's either going to be shot in new jersey or canada one or the other so um we're we're waiting for winter to kind of set um so it's like we've missed this one so it's probably going to be towards the later part of the year so um yeah if i do do it i'll come hang out with you in alabama later on so come do an episode with us we'll have you on to break one down. yeah done awesome i'm 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 keen for it like i I have i haven't (laughs) been and i want to check it out so it'll be uh it'll be fun as long as I get American barbecue yeah, in me, well, that's all I care about. So, see, uh, we got you hooked. I, up. I won Travis over after I disappointed him with the clip. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was not disappointed. I, uh, I, I didn't. I like dance videos. I, I'm very partial to them, and I don't know. It's somewhere hidden in my DNA, and I <laughs> always imagined that being a dance video. But you know what? Who am I to argue? with 2 billion <laughs> views, okay? I'm pretty sure people, like you said, are tuning in for the song uh, more so than the video clip, but uh, we'll take it. We take that credit. We got nominated for Best Music Video, so our, our version of the Grammys, got we got nominated. We ended up losing, but um, that's because we didn't have enough we? dance. Who are we? Uh, video, much of a dance video. <laughs> Travis was on the board, and he's like, no. <laughs> like, he voted us down. <laughs> We have we hide our credentials for the show. Like <laughs> <laughs> you're blowing our cover. We told everyone we're not experts. That's it. See, <laughs> there we go. Exposed. Well, well, Nick, man, you have been awesome. Thank you so much for uh, popping on and doing this with us. No, thank Good you for luck having with me. The new baby. 
Thank you, thank you. That's like Sorry. its own journey. No, 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 I interrupted you, but um, thank you. It's uh, like it's an interesting time with her. Um, Georgia, she's such a G, like literally in the name. She's been so she's been so good to us. I'm just waiting for that rug to pull out. It's like, oh no, this is when the 24 hour crying happens. But it's all good from there. And um, you know, again, thank you for having me and doing this. this. Is such a unique, awesome, fun podcast to listen to. It's uh, you know, it's part of my staple. I'm subscribed now as well, so now I can throw criticism back. I'll uh. You know, I'll Please. be like, "Hey, that episode!" No, 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 no. It's it's gonna be fun. It'll be. Um, I can't wait to hear what else you've got coming out. Well, great. Thank you, Nick. You're amazing. We appreciate you doing this, brother. Legends. Thank you.